back to Inside the Huddle, sponsored by Advanced Medical Imaging. Here is your host, Jay Foreman. We're back, second segment. Jay Foreman, Harrison in here on an early uh, Sunday, 7.30. It's already going by quick. Uh, but we want to wish and uh, welcome all the students back for the Big Reg Welcome. If you're a UNL co- college student, Sign up, you get free campus cash, student marketplace, mini mag tonight at the Big Red Welcome. Starts at 6.30 p.m. and goes to 8.30, which means it goes probably starts at 6.30 and goes to about 9, 9.15. Mm-hmm. Uh, trying to get everybody looking. You know the great thing, uh, Harrison, I might go down there and try to see if I could, you know, try to uh, disguise myself as a college student, right? No, I'm just <laughs> playing. Um, but you get great discounts from some of your favorite spots like Qdoba, Alumni Hall, Papa John's, Pizza, Pizza Hut, Amigos, which has always been one of my favorites, and another one, Juice Stop. So uh, go down and get some free uh, campus cash. And also, 93.7 The Ticket is the official media sponsor of Campus Cash and the Student Marketplace Mini Mag. So if you're listening this early, and I know the parents are, you know, local parents are moving kids in and uh, driving in from all over the place, you know, because they're trying to get everybody moved in, you know, mm-hmm. and, and through the process. So if you're listening, uh, go down there and get some of that free cash because now you officially are a student uh, or will be a, a student at the University of Nebraska, young or old, right? Uh, freshman or continuing to be a senior. Free cash. Don't ever turn that down. Yeah, get set up right for yeah. the school year. Well, don't, don't ever turn that down, man. <laughs> you know, whenever – I remember a couple of times my dad asked and, uh, you know, I was trying to be prideful and stuff. Like, if I, you know, he'd come down and see me if I need cash. And I'd be like, I don't know. He's like, listen, you never say no. You know, if you need some money. Um, so it's free money, man. We didn't have any of this stuff, man. We had to survive. So, you know, if you are uh, a parent or a student, um, dive into it, man. There's a lot of great options. Also, it's a great time. Get to meet some people. See some of the new students. Or in, um, you know, you just uh, get get used to that being uh, that college life. So, uh, anyways, you know, Harrison, as we move along with this football thing and, and we're in camp, I think they have officially broken camp, right? Yep. Um, so that was it. That's your big, big shindig. You have a, you know, your last big scrimmage and then you get to, you know, a day off and then they got to, you know, move out of the dorm. So I'm sure they're, you know, happy to get back to whatever their normal living situation is. And, uh, you know, you appreciate it. It's like being, sometimes you're, well, football camp is not a vacation, but sometimes when you go on vacation, if you have for extended mar- or, uh, amount of time or, been gone from your normal situation you start to appreciate it and you know you get in your own bed and and start to really you know welcome yourself back home but one of the things that uh matt rule talked about yesterday was leadership which is interesting how he's trying to do it or what they're doing is that they have they don't have permanent captains right now now you can kind of tell who they are because they have the single digits but he's he's creating his own leadership ways within the program and and i'm sure they've done the single digits wherever he's been mm-hmm. it just has, it just has not been talked about to the magnitude as here because anything and everything you do at the program it's whether, a story <laughs> right whether it's alternate uniforms that have blue and where that started at um who's wearing the single digits versus what what they used to wear why they got them what it means um they started the off season where every week they would kind of tweet out who had a really good week and you know people were assuming well these are the guys that are going to be playing not necessarily it's just mm-hmm. that they're highlighting guys that are doing the right things and ideally i'm sure matt rule would like to have 78 percent of the roster up there you know in the off season 
Um, but one of the things he said he's going to do, they're going to do game week captains, right? And and then when they get to the bowl season, they're going to vote on permanent captains. So essentially, the seniors, the twelve of them, won't be in that process. These are people that are going to lead you through next off season, mm-hmm. right? So that what he's doing, and this is again, if you just listen to what he's saying, you can draw a more clear assumption if you just listen. And so what he's saying is like, we're going to do week to week. So it's a constant competition. It's constant challenge. So if you're a special teams player and you, and you've taken a leadership role in special teams and say like, you've like, I can think of taggy, right? Whereas like, you know, he's a backup linebacker. He's always there. He's going to play through like nicks and injuries, but he's a really good special teams player. And just say that he throws a big block on a, on a kickoff return or punt return. Then he has a tackle or something like that. Well, he's not the guy that everybody thinks like who he's going to be the captain, right? Mm -hmm. But then, you know, he's a guy that is continued to show leadership. So say it's a big special teams week. Kind of like Hartzog last year. Right. Followed that special teams up week with a few picks in the next week and started putting it together. Right. But then that's your captain that week, Mm -hmm. right? You want him to be out there representing your team. So, and they've done, and, and I have some experience with this. Um, and we'll got dive into some more of what he said where where you do game week captains and sometimes it could be, you know, say you're playing close to home or you've been having a good week and or, or like it say with Anthony Grant he continues to play well, he could be your captain because he's actually shown leadership over a few weeks. It's not gonna be like, Oh, Harrison's had a couple good practices now it's gonna be earned every single week and it's not just that week, right? You have to continue to earn it and then when your time is, you know, called upon you're going to be a captain because, you know, you want to – what he's thinking, at least from my experience, again, I can't speak for him, is if you have captains, a team full of captains, you're not so dependent on the words of four guys, you know what I'm saying, or five, whereas everybody can be a leader, right, in their own way. And what people don't understand about leadership, the best leaders are generally followed by people that are, one, willing to be led, and then – let themselves be be led and then perform under those circumstances in a team in a team fashion you know there's some great leaders out there they're probably you know they've never been talked about they didn't have guys that want to be led because they were too selfish like the on you know what i mean mm-hmm. like the the younger players so he's trying to build that organically by having a process and a potential that you being a game game week captain along with the guys that are consistently doing things from the start of, say, like January, which was, you know, the, when he first got here, through the all-season program to the end of the season, he trusts them. These are the guys I know. Mm-hmm. I know they've been through it. They've been challenged. They want to be here. They haven't been one foot in and one foot out. They've been all in, right? And they, and, Or they've continued to improve. Maybe they started slow in the process. They've The light started to, you know, flicker a little bit. Then it's on a consistent basis. And I really trust them because now they they're a totally different player, or somebody that's had to get stronger or get leaner, and then continue then played better. That's somebody that you might see through the bowl game and 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 through the end of the season be, um, you know, a captain, you know, a permanent captain. But also, he also told you he's thinking to go in a bowl game. So you don't wait to the end of the season. He's like, when you get in the bowl season, right? We're going bowling. Mm-hmm. That's what he said. We're going bowling. So uh, those are the permanent captains, and they said they have unity council, and he wants the teams to vote on that. So you'll start to see 
and you'll be able to draw your own conclusions instead of just the assumptions of, oh, this guy's been here and the last coaching staff said this about him. Now you're seeing what this coach now and, and what he's doing with his way is coming to fruition. When the unity council is huge because unity council is how you build the foundation of the program. That's how you get the ear of the head coach or the decision makers. I don't know how who all goes in there from a coaching standpoint. Definitely the head coach, but I'm sure there's other people in there. How the program is going to move forward in some form or fashion because that's where you can kind of get in there and everybody's on the same level and and maybe there might be some some things that are going really well in the locker room or things that need to be tidied up or an an issue that say hey from a coaching standpoint hey you know maybe ask me like Harrison you know about Harrison you know what's going on with Harrison you know who's who's close to him so you're trying to have those lines of communication fluid and then also sometimes you might have to you know make some hard decisions and you know what I mean and I'm mm -hmm. sure they have a somewhat idea who could be on it but they're going to let the team vote on it and you know being voted on it by your peers is probably the the biggest compliment being a captain or on the unity council because they trust you with sometimes you know say like you say like I voted for you as a unity council or a captain that means I trust you that that you're going to make a decision that's best for me and the team in certain situations right um and you and I and you're representing me Mm -hmm. You know, and you're representing the, you know, the University of Nebraska football team. So, you know, that's all about the process. And this is things you find out during during your first uh, three weeks of camp. It's been a long camp. It's been an extremely physical camp, which is obviously good. Um, you're waiting on some guys to get back healthy. Marcus Washington uh, is one of them. He mentioned Ramirez got a little bit of a hamstring issue. So we need, mm -hmm. you know, you got 10 days and, and pretty much about seven days to get get that thing ready to where you can be effective and hamstrings are tricky. So you want to be more cautious with it. And when you're a player like that, you know, um, and you build up enough, I call it sweat equity. You know, you can, they know you're going to work hard in the rehab process. Mm -hmm. So you're not going to just like, Oh man, it's going to be a hundred degrees this week. So, you know what? I'm just going to just, you know, string this thing along. And so, and, and so those are the trust, the trust examples that, you know, these guys have uh, built up with Matt rule and with themselves. And, you know, trust is huge, and we talk about this a lot sometimes on uh, Old School with DP is trust, right? And trust goes both ways. Mm -hmm. and it goes player to coach, coach to player. Well, we do got a text kind of based on trust. I'm going to ask yeah. you about that uh, from A.A. Ron. says, I'm curious how quick a guy will get pulled for fumbling. Like if Gabe gets the ball stripped two times in the first quarter, see done for the game. How do you see that working out? A.A. Ron, you know, that's a great question. Mm-hmm. If you fumble twice in the first quarter, yeah, you got to sit out, dog. <laughs> like, hey, hey, right. I mean, it's, hey, I That's mean, only, you only going back in an emergency situation, like <laughs> hamstring pull, Anthony Grant dinged up, and then you just, you know, you only got to travel for 85, so you only, <laughs> you know, you ain't trying to have another run back. Yeah, if you, if you, I don't think the, I will say this, A.A. Hey, Ron, I've, I've, I've been back in Nebraska full time, well, periodically, let's just say since 2000. 11. So that's through Bo, Grandpa Mike, Frost, and this in prior. We can't talk about um, rule. Uh, Frost is not really like this, but I know like well, sometimes with Bo, right, is that once you – like somebody makes a mistake, they, they, they would be done. Like you have – you get beat – like you just on the milk – like you just – like you just never playing again. Like I don't think – um Matt Rule would be like that, but 
I definitely don't think you're going to still be in the game. I think here's an. I, I don't think some of the things that Adrian did would be accepted here or right now. You'd be like with the turnovers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, I don't think that'd be. I don't think he'd be out there that much. No, I think it was a little bit of circumstances. He was your best option, so you got to kind of live and die with it. But, mm -hmm. you know, one thing that people also do, have to realize, um, A.A. Ron, is when you run an RPO type in offense, and especially to the rate that the, the previous staff did, it's high risk, high reward. Mm -hmm. We it leaned is. on Adrian a lot yeah. when he was here. Right. And that's like why I always much. kind of give him some grief for the turnovers, or less it's grief too much. because it's like yeah. – it's just, we just it's, 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 just a, it's a matter of percentages. Yeah, the more times that you handle the ball, the more times you're going to turn over. I'm talking about the inept turnovers. Okay. Okay. Situation. Example. Uh, two or three years ago, first game at Illinois, mm -hmm. right before half, fumbled. Yeah. Picks it up, runs it into the end zone. Or I think so, right? Yeah. Yep. You you can't you can't do that as a quarterback. You got to know situational football. You got to know you have your football acumen. It's the first half. You're in the you're you're in your minus territory, mm -hmm. right? Your your quarterback clock needs to be going. These are things that we've been talking about and doing all year. And plus, you need to be at this point in your career. You need to be growing towards that. Okay, that that or the Michigan game. We're driving the ball. We need you to hold on the ball. All of a sudden, sudden you know it's a scrum, and next thing you know, the ball's on the ground. Mm -hmm. Like that can't happen. You know, Colorado, the one went up there and they were winning. You ran through there, had your pads high. Somebody tested that chin, ball on the ground. Those ones. And then the ones where it's overuse, I understand that as well. So the, there is some, I think, the circumstances and the position they put them in too also mm -hmm. where they just came into was live or die or an age. We're going to run you, you know, run quarterback run game was our run game, pass game, and then our run game again. So, yeah, that that as well. So, hey, Aaron, I think, like, yeah, I think they'll definitely – I don't think it'll be a quick hook in the first game because I think that'll – that not only will – it will hurt a running back's confidence. It hurt my confidence if I got beat as a linebacker. It hurt some of the team's confidence, it too. It hurt – because everybody's watching. This yeah. is one thing I'll say before we go to break. These kids these days, um, um, they take score even more. Now, we all took score, right, because we know, like, if, if – you know, I had a particular coach that coached one kid one way and then he did different rules and maybe that was his friend. Everybody, every coach has their favorites. I'll tell you this. Every coach has their favorites. Generally, is the, 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 the coaches' the favorites are the ones that work, work the hardest and perform the best and the most consistent because it allows them to sleep at night. Mm -hmm. um, so, <clears throat> you know, that's just the way it goes, man. And, and um, I think that these t kids t take score because they're judging you on how you coach – Jay Foreman, Harrison's watching. How much? How much am I? You know, they're evaluating. Okay, Harrison's a starter. I know he's a good player. He's got a little bit more leeway versus, you know, other other situations. So they'll be watching. And you know, I don't anticipate you know Gabe you know going there. But that's also a running back coach that has to handle that as well. So ideally, you see, you like rule to go to him first versus the player. I think you want to during a game encourage him to kind of get out of it mm -hmm. discipline outside of the game so it's not out there on the the camera so uh yeah charles just said it right rule said grant's not starting because of uh fumbling issues and that's just in practice they're putting them in situations that's the thing about practice that people don't understand is in football right you cannot like football you gotta love it because you practice 95 percent of the time 95 mm -hmm. percent of the time 
you're not playing 82 games. You were playing in the NFL 17 games. They just added another game. When my dad played, they played 12 games. I had 16 when I played. You only play 12 college games, and you practice all offseason for it, and you practice all through this heat. So when you have a fumbling issues, you got to rectify that, and that's where it comes from. So generally, like coaches like to think how you practice is how you play. Um, there are gamers, you know, um, but I've never experienced gamers that make instrumental mistakes on a consistent basis than show up in the game and have it. I think some guys know how to turn it on and play better with the lights are on and in in the longer and tedious things in practice they get it but they need it they only need to do it one rep versus like me i needed six or seven reps mm -hmm. you know i was a rep guy so uh anyways we're gonna go to break and then uh put a bow on this uh another inside the huddle jay former brought to you by advanced medical imaging we'll be right back <laughs> 